Hello and welcome back to Black O'Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the second episode of Why the Last Man that premiered on FX and Hulu entitled Would the World Be Kind? Directed by Louis Friedberg or is it Friedberg? I'm going to go with Friedberg. Written by Eliza Clark. I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. Still heavily strong. If uh, not a few weird conversations <laughs> but uh i'm really enjoying this show i hope that it gets more traction because it's an outstanding performance wise really strong cast i rewatched the first episode once again and loved things all over that i missed which was the why in the aerial shot of the city of manhattan as you had York down there with his trusty friend Ampersand. I noticed it right away and I can't even believe that I did not mention it, but the way in which we were introduced to Yorick when he was upside down, comic readers will definitely recall that uh, imagery. So I, I registered it immediately and I chuckled out loud and then I forgot to bring it up. So I also noticed in this current episode where social distancing became a thing, but I will say this show is very creative in finding ways and it's the perfect avenue, the uh, dystopian future to have people in things like masks, you know, to come up with ways like in this episode, the way in which everyone had mask on because they're trying to hide their identity just really smart ingenuity and that's going to be what we're going to see in the future as more people get accustomed to these new covid procedures because you know it's still happening for those in the back that are for some reason thinking it's over or those holding out for herd immunity you motherfuckers <laughs> So as long as that continues to be a thing, strict procedures are still in place. But man, I really love that first episode. And I really like this episode we're going to talk about. We start with the point of view of Agent 355. I think I may have just been calling her Agent 355 without, well, it was in the casting as well. So, but she herself finally introduced herself as agent 355 but we get her point of view from the catastrophe day one the vice president's plane went down that was mentioned last episode but good to reiterate it because i completely didn't mention it in the first recap as well and the new president cannot be located one thing i did here because we mentioned how israel went dark and there's a purpose why they mention Israel. But I think that they're making changes to the comics. Well, I know that. By the introduction of a few characters that I was kind of racking my brain. Like, I don't recall that. However, what they are doing is so much more relevant than when the comic came out. That I think it is worth having Kimberly be a step in for maybe some other characters that we may not be getting 
particularly on the Israeli side of things. But back to Agent 355. Um, after a brief moment of Aww, in the toilet or the bathroom, I should say, <laughs> uh, she turns on a hidden signal, puts her game face back on and leaves. Day eight, she makes her way in the snow to a mail store with boxes, one numbered for her with the key. It opens to a back room where she finds the signal, but no one to report into. She tries calling all of the offices across the continental, who do you call it? What was the U.S. called at one point? Was it U.S. transcontinental? Or maybe that was a train. Anyhow, across all of the United States and nobody is picking up. Hello? There are boxes with numbers in this room and she finds hers and this seems to be the remnants of who she was before she went into this type of service. So I found that to be intriguing. She also did lay down the bodies and put them in a very, oh what's the restful peaceful position you know when they have their hands like i know that that's a symbol for something but it, it definitely informs you more so about the person who just very casually murdered some lives kissing that man before she went <laughs> and didn't seem to have any feeling or emotion about it not to say that she should but for her colleagues she takes the time to put them in a very restful at peace position in her box she does find a few interesting things one that she takes with her which is her knitting gear and i did another little squeal because that is a tick of the character and why i wanted to pick up knitting didn't go very far not for me however <laughs> i would love to one day have the patience to right now i just don't she also gets a brown envelope saying not yet on the front of it and then when she opens it it's just an address she gets back to where everyone is holed up i wasn't quite sure if this was the white house or just the bunker i think it's just the bunker right and speaks with jennifer to advise that she is part of a secret organization like madam president i gotta talk to you alone you approved the budget for this secret organization and you didn't even know it because it was redacted. She admits that she was on an assignment in Oklahoma that Jennifer had heard about because they were talking about the bombing and how they believed that it was them blown up or being blown up by their own shit before being hurried away from said assignment and sent to the president's side, not even being briefed in but told that there was an imminent threat. She answers only to the president and thus has to let her know about everything that's going on. She finally gives her name as Agent 355, but you can call me Sarah if you really want to. She is also a woman that needs a mission. We see when everything that she's ever known falls apart. This is the last part of the sanity 
keeping her tethered to this world at this moment so letting her know after this much time has passed that there's no one else and i'm a part of this top secret shit even though i don't have any answers for you on what killed everyone i just know that something was on the horizon and i think it could be that because we know chatter happens right some scientists notice all the dead animals probably started investigating found a pattern and then we don't know any further how the wave went like did everyone it didn't seem because animals were dying at different times so it felt as if it jumped from animal or mammal to mammal and humans were the last bit but was it just once it reached the united states was it in because israel went down first so we do know that there was a wave point in which the infection or because there's also talk of it possibly being a weapon so i'm leaving all the conspiracies out there even though i'm aware i'm not going to spoil anything so they are wanting or should be at some point thinking about these things and i think that part of the administration is focused on it but they have many many other problems which is one them watching women around the world that are protesting and falling into anarchy as soon as there will be no power and the no food situation i kind of was like "Mm, it ain't been that long where there's going to be a food shortage i can see in different parts of the world and depending on how catastrophic the sudden loss of so many people affected things you know some governments aren't even really run with women in said government they're run under dictatorship so what would happen uh, uh, after that point i think that that is an interesting tale to be told i think that's where we're going but i i did kind of be like no food Uh, i think there's enough canned goods around now hoarding and stealing and all that yes definitely think that's gonna happen but i don't think there'll be a complete shortage of food they got more time after one week but the power shutting down that definitely is like power grids no one's maintaining them and if you think about it there are a lot of predominantly male jobs out there yes women want to have equal rights and shit and of course i support that but there are there are fields that women just do not even with that wanting to be the moniker get into like i'm sure there's not a huge like there's female soldiers but there's not so many so that you see a whole platoon of them at least i've not seen any (laughs) you know how many navy seals but just those manual grunt jobs how many garbage people do you see that come in and uh, control the machinery how many women are doing those types of works no we usually go clerical customer service um nursing in a nurturing type despite what we want to push for yes in more government and in more industry it still is not a completely swarm progressive movement that a lot of women get into because it's manual physical labor that 
on top of giving birth is a fucking shit ton of problems <laughs> that our bodies just aren't built to do. It's not to say that we do not have engineers. Yes, that type of stuff. Knowing how to do it intellectually and then physically knowing how to do it, though, is two different things. There's also the rage and the grief of, I'm sure, billions of people dying as they watch the White House be taken. I did laugh when she's like, it's a fucking house. Who can't? Like the one that's always in the back being like, but the art fuck the art and it's going to be interesting to see the practicality of women because one that's the one thing that we are not given enough credit for is our ability to multitask it is phenomenal how much more we can handle during the day than a male can it is scientifically proven that we can juggle things including emotions around that's just what we are ingrained to handle and that burden no matter how hard it is a lot of us step up to the plate that's not to say that there aren't those that don't or branch out into other ways in which they want to show their strength but it doesn't include the same amount of integrity and that's where we will go eventually to kimberly's character and to be fair to disclaimer that's only what i predict is going to happen based on what i know thus far and how she's reacting currently i think she's a character to watch in an escalation of a different that that same kind of mindset she was preaching before but now on a much more um terrifying level but we shall see that's just my prediction Jennifer knows it's just a house and that it's going to get much, much worse before it gets better. I like this moment too. Like he saw women in the room that were just hugging each other, supporting each other. Like there's no time for the bullshit to give ourselves speeches of, oh, this is going to be okay. We have to, I mean, again, this is something that is a little ingrained in the female attribute is we know that there's gonna be things that we're just going to have to live through including bleeding for seven days out of the fucking month and developing cysts due to this thing called ovulation (laughs) to prepare for a much worse day in which uh, every time i think about childbirth i just black out because how how do you get through that memory without needing to block it out otherwise women would never get pregnant again but they are definitely at a a precipice on how they can react to the situation and being hysterical because you saw for a moment when they lost the signal people were freaking the fuck out and then being like i can't believe they would do this and then she had to remind them we all are feeling the same in some way we just happen to be a little bit emotionally more intelligent and have things to do very relevant things to do and that's what we should be to help our fellow uh woman in this case but 
we can understand and empathize on why they are feeling that way and that's another very strong female trait is empathy it's just like our job is to help as best we can so that's what we're gonna do another few weeks go by everything is ready to collapse they are working on evacuating the residents of new york city she sends agent 355 to find her daughter hero hero herself since she murdered her her lover is looking for her brother in one of the many camps that can't offer much information and i appreciated that it didn't turn into a situation like the woman's yelling and she's just like i'm sorry i understand <laughs> i feel like that in customer service a lot I'll have agents yelling or in this case typing at me. I've done that with the yelling too. Luckily, I've only have to do it with typing, which allows me the time to concoct the most professional curse out I can think of. Just part of the fun. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck if you give me a one. And the funny thing is, nine times out of ten, they don't. Like, Because when you professionally put someone in their place, but you do it in a manner that cannot even be contested because you're also validating them that there is a real joy in that i must say and that's what the lady is doing currently because you do have that other side because you have the ones that are in charge that have to be the emotional stronghold for the ones that are reacting the way in which this woman is reacting because two people doing the exact same thing like she has to lead with empathy and i do get her being upset but why is it considered okay to take it out on someone else that is just as stuck as you are like did you have a husband that is the the trait of the other female side that i think is going to be evolved in other characters or they are going to convalesce convalesce i'm not quite sure on my word choice right now convalesce i think that's where i was going for but they may link up <laughs> let me just stop trying to use my thesaurus of words in my brain hoping they fit together just say it in plain english uh but there what i find is i think these kind of traits are in people that aren't as used to doing for themselves without direction it's my personal observation hero steals some pliers then goes back to a hide hideaway with several transgender males her friend sam plans to bike with them to vermont packing supplies they're prepared for the trip she refuses to find a government rep and get preferential treatment so with them she thinks about going she doesn't really want to go but sam wants to go she says she'll be back before dark when they're leaving agent 355 hitches a flight to new york city kimberly don't like her but man she lost her children and her husband and i cannot help but feel for her she's the kind that 
puts denial on and then tries to bury it as far down as she possibly can because the way in which she dresses uh and you know she's concerned about what her tits are looking like and then you look over at um jennifer and she's not as like that's not important right now but it's still important for her to put on that facade she is intent on making sure all male genetic material is salvaged when she has a moment with jennifer to which jennifer has been uh, trying to avoid as there is no future without men oh my god now after that moment in the hallway with the children and you see it really hit her you get where she's coming from right it kind of sounds at first glance and i think that there is some truth in both sides of it you know she is very she's a male apologist she stands by but she believes that is her role to stand beside the man in all of mankind but she also thinks that the future of our species comes with sperm and the ability to have children so without that we are not going to be able to continue we're going to be an extinct species but where jennifer is at is we need to think about female kind right now because if we don't then it doesn't matter about mankind and they both are just different sides of the coin for completely different reasons and that's why i believe they're setting her up to be a pretty interesting character to follow that's relevant in the times that we are now uh, <laughs> sorry i just laughed because i'm thinking about bill burr when he was like on snl and he's like white privilege bitch you in the jacuzzi with me <laughs> I also appreciate the diversified cast. I've seen uh, Chinese or of, because I hate saying Chinese because it doesn't mean that you're from China. You could be from Thailand. You could be from, so I should say Southern Pacific. Is that terrible as well? But we have uh, different ethnicities being represented in this show and I like seeing it. But another thing about Kimberly, going back to her, she thinks she's important because she was made to feel so without having anything but a pussy fucking man that made it so. And that's kind of sad. She's the daughter of the president and thus that gives her a prestige that she's used to having. So her being irrelevant in this moment is grinding and i think that her and nora are in very similar situations and not only that she is the epitome of white privilege and thus seeing how that emerges in a post-apocalyptic world it's going to be an intriguing thing to see york still searching for beth avoids the army evacuating the city and chases ampersand who goes into a flooded subway considering recent events in new york kind of like ooh, that's a uh, rather <laughs> rather scary and timely i guess my one huge 
question with this episode is why he didn't think to reach out to his mother why he didn't decide to go to a government rep as well i understand that you're looking for beth and you're waiting for her to come home but i think after the significant amount of time that went by he would then because if anyone could help it's gonna be his mother who has the resources to help but when he goes into the subway he instead just gets wet and scared shitless he goes to a dry cleaners to change and is completely noticed caught with his dick out by three women they want to trade him at first at gunpoint i think this is a hint at what potentially uh, the threat that is going to be against him being the last male on earth but the one who was speaking english does have some empathy because he starts sobbing he just wants to go home and for the first time you see the emotional crack in Yurik regarding being the only male like he hasn't had a lot of time to process that and in this moment he's trying to make a joke of it he's you know he oh, i love how he plays Yurik so very true to the character and he's just like eventually he turns into a sobbing child and she's just like okay fucking let him have the clothes and then he pays with the snickers and it only reinforces how much of a man child he is however he's read the flyer they've been dropping on the city which that's smart to spread communication that they should leave the city and they say that this is their home so there's probably going to be places that people are going to bog down and try to live out their lives whether there's going to be power going there or not because that's you know it makes sense too for new york city it's such a energy consuming city with all of its lights that yeah you could probably sustain and maybe that's where they were going the eighty thousand dollars eighty thousand eight hundred thousand people in new york city and the starving point i still think they have more stock of canned goods than that but <laughs> that's just me suppositioning uh the woman hero spoke with looking for her husband because she goes back to the ambulance she takes something out i didn't know what she was doing and then she puts the pacifier on him thinking about how she murdered him once again <laughs> and then she goes back it turns out that her lover was her husband and she's been showing up at the same time that she has for weeks now trying to find the courage to to say something but unable to do so so she offers her this closure hero is bamboozled when she thanks her because she always knew there was someone else and there is that relief that no i'm not crazy and then she said at least he wasn't alone i've heard that though a lot that it is about being able to have some closure knowing what or you know having the not having a body is the worst thing for a missing person's case even if you think that they're dead at least you can bury them at least you can say goodbye at least you know what happened york is also really desperately holding on to beth 
he's been watching videos of her on his phone so when it got wet he pretty much freaked out he's waiting for amp because that was the last gift he got her for them and arrive amp does he calls him an asshole it's like what i really wanted that snickers you didn't give it to me so what i was gonna find you <laughs> you can't you can't keep me by my side all the time i need to explore my surroundings uh york then goes to heroes and is out of ideas and then that's when i put why not find your mom especially if you're out of ideas <laughs> hero comes back to the hideout where everyone has gone she did not want to go sam did want to go but stayed for her even though she said she didn't have to do that um he says how difficult it is for him that now he has to explain things being a trans uh, man that he didn't have to explain he came to this city to be himself and now the world has back has regressed i should say and while she didn't want him to wait she does promise that she will protect him he says that all he has left is two weeks of hormones she calls them assholes he's like you hate everybody this is kind of on you and i'm gonna need you to call your mom because you owe me nora gets to the administration and is not needed inside despite who she used to be but girl you were a press secretary you were not that important you were pretty much a presidential lackey for the most part and while i do feel terrible for her as well especially with her daughter being like mom come on like I, I guess she want to prove because everyone is camped out outside and the people inside are probably the people making decisions being treated better and she realizes that the administration changed and she's on the out and she probably feels a little unfair by her you know feels that it is unfair for her and i think that her and kim are gonna link up because they both are not really pleased with the new president she also gonna ask how many people did you send after your daughter like why do you keep bringing this shit up <laughs> like i'm doing something like this is what you're supposed to do as a good president is not put your own needs before your people and yet she's almost being condemned for it Jennifer mourns York silently, but is interrupted by Marla, who we saw earlier twirling around in her room in her night go night gown. She still has it on. She mentions how when she had a boy, she was not worried about much. Just if his insides were going to be on his outsides. But a girl, I guess, to someone who doesn't like to look at their reflection, it could be a very anxious and stressful thing <laughs> like i see the things that you hate the most about yourself i'm like uh i have a daughter and no i guess if you have a pretty good self-image then you're going to see one <laughs> i couldn't help but not feel what she was saying once i like i get some traits you know because my daughter does do things that i would exactly do again it depends on the person you are so if you are someone that is hating things about themselves or putting on a facade 
and feels at ease with the person that they are or becoming or have become whatever the case may be yeah you have to consider these things but not everyone she's considered heartless even by marla for sending one person after hero instead of an army to get her child she also says she's going home i don't need an escort i don't need a bodyguard i just don't want to fucking be here and i kind of feel that that's her right at heroes yorick is body slammed by agent 355 he really was gonna try to take her out with a guitar then reunited with his mother however the way those two pilots are looking while 355 handles ampersand spells trouble and she senses it are getting together uh it seemed as if hero was going to contact mom as well so maybe they will all be reunited i think that would be nice but i sense this is going to be a problem and it's going to create a divide with the administration that does have loyalties in different places and definitely people feeling a certain way about how things are being handled and may want to go a different route but it's gonna feel really special or as if jennifer is the most anointed person in the world that everyone died but her two children and one of them is a male but now that male becomes the most important and vital creature in the entire world what does that mean for him what does his future look like so we will have feedback on friday for the third episode look out for that if you want to join our conversation, blackrocouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>